Better? More? Or am I still looking horror more horror stories? No, it doesn't look as bad. It doesn't look as horror movie. Um, it is making definitely my beard better. look ginger, though, isn't it? <laughs> it is better. The issue, the issue you're having now because yeah. of the positioning is you can see it in your glasses. So watch me. Right, watch me. Yeah. If I yeah. do that, now you can see oh, my light, can't yeah. you? If I do that, you can't. Whereas now you've got it in a position where if you look straight forward... Yeah, it's there. <laughs> You can, oh yeah, you can see it. Okay, right. Okay. Oh, that is staying in. That was dynamite. You could not have. That could not have been more perfectly in line with your eyeballs. The, okay. the ring light reflection. Is that oh, any my. better? Yes, that's yeah? loads better. Yeah. You cannot, can you still see the the rings in my eyes? Well, I can see it. I can see it at the side, but it's not. Yeah, it's nowhere like it was. Is before. that okay? I think that'll do for now. <laughs> So if you are listening and you've just uh, clicked onto us, uh, Kelsey's trying to make me look pretty. <laughs> that's the. That's the. I essential. can only do so much. Um, but you can you can probably see my my screen on my la- on my PC as well, can't you? Well, I, I can ever so slightly, but that is less intrusive than the ring light, which is like you know the concentrated PSA. light LED. And I think yeah. laptop screens are more forgiving. You can't yeah. really see like my laptop screen and light are kind of in the same. Like if I do that, basically that reflection you can see is my screen and my light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Oh, the light's uh, fallen off now. <laughs> re- really, you need like like my laptop is slightly raised. Yeah. Um, you want the camera and light just ever so slightly above you, yeah. ideally. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like my okay. my setup is not perfect, but you know I make do with what I've got. I um, Right. I think my microphone's a little bit close to me. Check. Check. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, ah. Uh. Is that too loud, or is that all right? No, you're fine. Uh, okay. Why is that coming up here? Good. Well, hold on. Video is recording. Audio is recording. Are you recording? Everything good to go at your end? Yeah, we're all good. I yeah. Think we should just get started. So we're back again. We made it another month before we recorded a main episode. Um, but two carrots has returned. This is well, like yeah. episode seven of season two. I think it's episode seven, something like that. I don't really yeah. keep track because we're doing all the stuff on the side now. Everything's yeah. just kind of melding into one. Mel- yeah, amalgamate into one place. Yeah, yeah definitely. A- and we're not as serialized where I-, I actually don't think it matters really what number episode it is. And because I give the episodes their own little title, that's the most important yeah. thing. Yeah, and I think if you look at the episode title as well, you always don't you you don't go like season two episode five. You go like fifteen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which yeah makes sense. I have just noticed, just listening to you, just double check, are you using, which microphone are you recording into? Because you do sound a little bit tinny. I'm wondering if you're using some kind of onboard microphone instead. Okay, uh, I will double check. Or is it just, tinny. maybe it's too far away from you. <laughs> you don't sound as crisp as you usually do. Oh, okay. Um... Check, check, one, two. Ahaha, you are right. There you go. Look, now that's now speak. Yeah, there we go. Sound any better? Yeah, that's that's a million yeah, times better. <laughs> um, so on audition, we're good. Audition is fine. He was just coming through through the Discord, Discord call. Okay, through yeah, Discord. fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, my disc, my video record doesn't record your Discord audio anyway. I can't yeah. do it on my Mac. It's stupid. Um, anyway, yes. Sorry, just wanted to get that right. Um, 
but yeah, so yeah, the the episode numbers don't really matter, but we are back. So Lou, what's been going on? I know we've got some few things we're going to talk about today, obviously yeah. all the usual as three in Collector's Corner, but we're going to start with life updates, what you've been doing, uh, anything you want to talk about since uh, you've been up to since the last episode. I see we finally got a look at your aforementioned spectacles, which are now a reality. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Video Patreon subscribers, if there was ever a reason to subscribe, <laughs> it's now. Now is the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now is the time. Ah, uh, yeah. It, it's really strange. So um, <laughs> I've been doing Jess's head with them, um, head in with them, because it's like this sounds the most melodramatic thing with glasses. So I've never had to really wear glasses. Um, I wore them when I was working um, in Curry's for using laptops and stuff because I was getting mm. a lot of headaches, and. Funny enough, I was I was watching Lord of the Rings, so uh, I'll I'll go into that one a little bit later as well. Yeah. But I was watching Lord of the Rings for the first time, and I was just doing this, like lifting them. I was like, it is like non HD, HD, non HD. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. like I couldn't believe that Jess is sitting there like, yeah, that's why you needed glasses. I'm like, this is unbelievable. Yeah. This is what I've been missing. <laughs> this me like contacting like Virgin Media. About- 50 times going my HD isn't HD <laughs> it's because I can't see anything properly yeah. so it was me all along yeah it was all my, me uh, my dad has just had cataract surgery and he has the exact same reaction he's like I can't believe it I can actually see and it's like yeah yeah that's what happens when you get older your eyes deteriorate and funnily me. enough it was the same when he got a hearing aid because he has a hearing aid now and yeah for years we were like you need to get a fucking hearing aid, like, because he'd just make you repeat everything. And then he finally gets it and he's like, I can just, I can hear like the birds singing. I can hear like the door knock. I can hear everything. It's like, yeah, yeah that's how ears are supposed to work, <laughs> that's you idiot. E- that's how ears work, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, yes, I'm, I'm happy for you yeah. to see. <laughs> but it's, 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 it's crazy. I'm just sitting there. I'll sit there watching TV and I'll just be like, Jess will watch me. I'll be like this, <laughs> lifting up and. <laughs> I'm going. This is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 more so like the edges of things as opposed to like I'm not blurry. So when I put my glasses down, I can see the edges of everything a little bit better. Um, nice. Which I think is further proof that I I needed them all along. Yeah. Which uh, yeah. Oh well. But uh, other than that, yeah, it's uh, it's been good. Like I said, I've been I finally for the first time ever watched the Lord of the Rings trilogy, which is. Uh, I mean, it's one of those things sometimes you say to people, I can't believe you've never seen this, but we've long established that you don't really watch films. So it's not surprising. I don't watch films. No, so uh, it doesn't surprise me that you've never seen it. Um, I'll have you know, Peter Rabbit 2 was a classic. There you go. Uh, So, yeah, give us your abridged version of the trilogy then, because, and we should disclaimer, you have just watched the theatrical versions, you haven't watched the extended versions, so you haven't really watched Lord of the Rings, you've watched watched some of them, some of it, but yeah, Yeah. what's what's your your quick quick review, now you've seen it 23, 20 years later, 22 years later since it came out? Um... In it, so in terms of like ratings, I'll I'll give our five carrots ratings again. Um, so I'll give the Fellowship of the Ring. I'll probably give that a three out of five. Mm-hmm. That that like how I managed to watch the second film after watching the first one. Um, probably the last twenty minutes probably saved the film. I feel um, the second film, Two Towers, easy ten out of, uh, five out of five. Mm-hmm. Um, phenomenal. Really, really good, um, and I'd probably say as this, it's very similar to like Star Wars, 
where the first film is okay, the second film is amazing, and the third film is like, right, we need to kind of finish this now. Yeah. Um, so I'd say three for the first one, uh, five for the second one, and then maybe four for the 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 last movie. But they are long. I couldn't watch them in one go. Um, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. I, uh, I have more than once in my life watched all three in one day. In one um, day? Why? Yeah, yeah. I remember... Because that's what you're supposed to. Because it's it's one film. It is all one film, really. Uh, they're just split into three, um, you know, like the books are. Mm. Um, yeah, at uni we did it. I think I've done it with a girlfriend as well. Just you know, just because we're fans at uni, you think yeah. you know you're hungover. It's like, oh, what should we do on this day? And just a few of us just sat and like went to ASDA first thing in the morning, got loads of snacks and stuff, and then just watched all three films and. It's a, you know, I think it's like twelve hours in total. Not, it's not even twelve hours with the extended yeah. version. So it's, it is doable. <laughs> it's yeah. perfectly doable. So, I mean, yeah. okay, I'll take your word for that. But yeah, it's. Um, <laughs> I know. I don't know what to say. I'm. I'm just. What have you done it, with your cap- camera? You, your head is now at the bottom of the screen. Come on, sort. This I'm out. having a massive technology fit yeah, here today. Right. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> we're good. There we go. There we go. Yeah, that that's better. <laughs> you uh, like down here like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort um, of it's sort of sunk on itself, but oh, um, I can see I can see the ring light on. I mean, yes, well. you're already. Does your chair not go up? Like, does no. it not got a lever that sends it up a little bit? I can I can. There we go. Sounding better. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> you just look like a really small person. Um, uh, anyway, what was he saying? Yeah, Lord of the Rings. Well, I'm glad you finally watched it. Um, uh, yeah, you just, you just need to make time to watch the extended editions. And you've got to watch The Hobbit as well. So I look forward to your future reviews. We need to do more film reviews Is that and with stuff. Um, Martin Freeman? Yeah, as Bilbo. And he is right. uh, inspired. He's one of the best things about it. Uh, yeah, okay. I could, uh, people, I think, raised questions when he was cast, like they do with all these stuff. But he was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, okay. um, I've heard some like not so good things about the Hobbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you know I've said before to you or to other people, just it's. Uh, I mean, this for a start, it's three films when it doesn't need to be. You know, that's okay. just a money making thing from the studio. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. based on a short book, a short-ish yeah. book, and mm. they turned it into three films, so they padded it out a bit too much. And the okay. third film had loads of production issues and shot without a script and stuff like that. But yeah. they're worth watching, it, especially the first two. Especially first okay. two. Um, um, and, and so, like, it's hard to describe. It. It's one of those films that I was really impressed with the with the everything about it, even so much as how they the camera perspectives of the, the hobbits and then the yep. big massive wizards, like quite inventive. I'm sure a lot of films these days would use CGI um, to kind of do that, but I thought that was reasonably clever. Um, uh, yeah, Lord of the Rings invented some technology. I believe it's called Massive um, uh, to, for for crowds. You know, for okay. the crowds of orcs and the armies and stuff like that. I think it was one of the first movies to use it. They invented the technology. Weta Digital invented it for the film. Okay. And you know, the effects they stand up to this day. The, those films are they're incredible. The effects wise, they're mm. full of practical effects and miniatures. This thing called bigatures they did, where it wasn't miniature models. It was large models and so they could get great camera shots and stuff like okay. that so there's loads of practical stuff uh and yeah and the cg all stands up really well so yeah yeah i absolutely love them um okay uh, what else, what else but but in terms of like 
so you're the best person to speak on this actually um really how did so when people review films what is right. the like criteria for reviewing films because like i said I've, I've seen quite a lot of negative reviews on a lot of stuff do they have a certain criteria right if it's a if it's a seven out of ten uh it reaches this criteria if it's does, is that a thing I mean, or who no, everyone's it's the scales are different no matter where you go everybody's okay. scale is different and I mean that yeah that's a whole kind of worm. So I mean what yeah. is a 10 out of 10 for me is going to be different for you based mm. on a million different factors and then yeah. you know what I do with reviews uh because you know at the end of the day it's going to be someone's opinion. Uh say a new movie comes out or a game comes out or something mm. and I see it gets certain reviews or scores I I don't really care unless the person review I know who the person reviewing it is because okay. th- then I understand their reference points I understand who they are I understand where they're coming from and I won't necessarily always agree with them mm-hmm. um because I think that's the only way you can really appreciate reviews I mean to just take blind reviewed scores you know on face value from you know outlets and publish you know publishers yeah. that you don't even know about. I don't know how that helps anyone. So helps there's no anyone. there's no criteria. It's different yeah. person to person. There's no written Bible or or yeah. rule anywhere about what makes a 10 out of 10. Some, some people don't mark things 10 out of 10. Some people do percent out of 100. Some people do yeah. it out of 5. Some people do it out of 3. So, yeah, um, I couldn't tell you. Um, it's when, you know, when you're saying you give these films a certain score, I know... Um, yeah, I kind of I know what you're basing it on, so I. Mm. It's not necessarily the scores that I would give them, but I can at least appreciate and understand your review and where you're coming yeah, from. Whereas yeah, if some yeah. random bloke on the street says, "Oh, it's a five out of five or a one out of five, I, I don't know why they're giving it a five. They might be like, "Oh, it's a five out of five because there's loads of fit women in it," and it's just like, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just nonsense like that. So. Yeah, yeah, no, no I understand that. Which need, leads us nicely into a massively well-reviewed game that came out on the 24th of March this year. Uh, obviously, uh, I won't go into too much depth because you've already done that, <laughs> which I haven't listened to yet because I haven't completed the game, so I'm trying no. my best to, to to stay away from it. And that is the Resident Evil 4 remake. Yes, your so initial thoughts? the game obviously came out a week ago or just over a week ago, and it's it's what a large focus of my free time has been on because I had to get through it for the first Aid Spray podcast, which we recorded yesterday, which yep. went on for three hours and 50 minutes. It was wow. a huge, huge episode. Really, really good. Um, my, initial th- my initial thoughts, I suppose, in short, is I don't really enjoy playing the original anymore. Yep. This is far more enjoyable to play because of the controls and stuff like yeah. that. And I could talk, as I say, at length about all the things I like and dislike about it. I definitely yeah. have criticisms, but yeah, the remakes blow me away. So anyone listening to this who likes Resident Evil, make sure you check out the first Aid Spray review. That will probably be out. It's probably coming out today, like as we're recording this yeah. or tomorrow. Yeah. So go and check it out for my full full thoughts. Um, Lou, as he said, hasn't finished it yet. So I'm keen to know what he thinks when it's all said and done, but I think it's going to take you a while. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm currently on chapter nine, so there's uh, sixteen yeah. chapters. So I've, I've done, you're, make, you're making I, good progress. I, I'm making good progress, and you know, it, it, it's. I like to take my time in these things in the first playthrough. You'll be really proud of me though, right. that I didn't start on assisted, which is what I usually do. I usually yeah. start on the easy mode and work through. Um, my my early early thoughts on it. 
are that wow the and it follows the original actually in this in terms of the health bar that is brutal that is absolutely brutal and you know the original was the same um i thought that that is a, a big big thing but yeah I, I just i know this is boring but i'd echo everything you've just kind of said it is already i played the the original about a couple of days before yeah the new game came out and i was really 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 impressed yeah really yeah. impressed yeah it's uh it's a huge step up bravo capcom um I, it certainly won't be the last i'll be talking about it um what was uh what do we have to move on to next so right chessington <laughs> visit pepper pig world so i'm just reading off some notes lou sent me so What's this about? And it ties into pet peeves. Uh, so, have you been to Chessington, or you're going to Chessington? Yeah. So, so yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you delivered it the way you have, actually, because. Um, so we recently just came from Chessington, and we were talking on the way back, and we were having a discussion on pet peeves. Basically, we were, we were moaning about people whilst in Chessington. Ooh, we all love to do that. <laughs> and we were talking about little things that really, really bug us about people because. People were just doing bizarre things. I don't know yeah. what's wrong with people. Like, I've always said that, you know, in, in, in this world, you have quite the old generation going, oh, what What people need to do is they need to do two years of national service. That'll sort them out. No, what people need to do is to do a job for two years that works with people. Um, and only <laughs> yeah. then will you ever appreciate it. People should be forced to work with people for two years. Yeah. Um, whether you're a footballer or whether you're an IT specialist or a librarian, whatever, you should be forced to work with people and then you will get... But this links nicely. I wrote Peppa Pig World because um, you recently went to Peppa Pig World. Am I right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, back in September, yeah. Was it that long ago? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, September. No way. Yeah. Okay. Um, But when we were there, (laughs) it was was really surprising how (laughs) one... This is going to sound the most obvious thing in the world, and please forgive me. How many children were there? Oh my god! <laughs> right? And I'm talking about children. Now we are one of these. We took the pram with the baby and whatever. Yeah. But there were so many prams. <laughs> like, yeah. I've never seen anything like it in my life. What I day did pep- you go on? Did you like what day of the week? So we were. Um, we went as part of. So I'm a blue light holder which is a card that you get if you work for like um, the NHS, yeah. police service, social care and stuff like that. So I've, I've got that. And they were doing a blue like holders day and only people, the park was closed to anybody, could nobody could just walk in. Okay. It was yeah. only blue like members only. It's a bit um, culty I, if you ask me. But it okay. is a bit culty actually, yeah. As, <laughs> as I'm saying it, it was like... Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Linking with our Resident Evil 4 conversation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was just full of just prams. I know yeah. we were one of them. We were one of them. So I'm holding my hands up. But like, is there a thing that people who work for the NHS, police, and social care all have really, really young children? Is that a thing? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, probably not. But I mean, so what are you trying to say? These people annoyed you? <laughs> yeah. So we were just talking about little things that people do that. You just can't get your idea around your head around why mm-hmm. they're doing it. So I've listed a couple of pet peeves, and I want to yeah. kind of know what yours are. Something that, not like oh, he left the dishwasher on. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking yeah. about things that people think that people do that you just go, why are they doing that? Why are yeah. they being so annoying? Like mine, my number one, 
It's the most British thing ever. I can't understand why people can't queue properly. I'll never... I don't get the bottleneck. I don't get when everyone does this bottleneck and they go, just, yep. just line. Just go in a line. You're taught from a primary school age in a line. Yeah. Um, and, you know, certain generations of people just going, oh, I didn't see the queue. Yes, you did, love. Mm. You just tried to push in. Breathe. What's yours? <laughs> well, it's kind of similar to... Now, as you were talking, I was thinking about this and... I honestly think we could do a, a like a bonus episode just on pet peeves for us where we yeah. could sit and moan and whinge like there's so much I could talk about. Yeah. Um I I I I don't hate people uh, but people do very easily piss me off in public and sometimes I can't yeah. believe it frightens me how so many people are just kind of like allowed out and about. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I have loads of pet peeves. I mean, kind of similar to, uh, I guess it's kind of related to the queuing thing. I just hate whenever I'm at the supermarket. And do you ever get this when you have people come up to you in the supermarket when you're going to pay and you're at the till and there's the little conveyor belt thing? Yeah. And they just kind of get closer and closer behind you. Uh, they don't wait for you to put the, the, you know, like the shopping divider on or anything yeah. like that they think that like they're not going to be able to pay for their you know their shopping this happens to me almost every single time i go to the supermarket and usually it is an elderly person behind me and i just think why are people getting so close why are they getting so close it's like when you get on similar when you go to get on a plane or get off a plane people think the plane's going to take off without them they have to get to their seat first and stuff like that. it's just yeah, so um, I completely get that. I, I I don't like people sort of invading my space and people being impatient and, yep. you know, out in public. And like, because I'm, like I say, I, people piss me off and I get annoyed. I'm definitely patient. Um, yeah. I think sometimes, I do wonder if it is a generation thing because I do often find myself being judged. Oh my God, this is this reminds me. Now, I guess this is a pet peeve. And you can tell me if you think I'm in the wrong here, right? So the other day, I came home from work and we needed some uh, uh, either some bread or some milk and there's a little corner shop down the road. And I said, no worries, I'll walk down. Walked down to the shop and went in. I uh, <laughs> so I had my, had my bread and milk or whatever it was. I put it on the side and the, the elderly lady behind the counter said, would you like a bag with that? And I said, oh, yes, please. And she said, 40 pence is that okay and i was like yeah yeah sure that's fine and proceeded to pull out a paper bag yeah and i said oh they're even charging for paper bags now is like i I just made a joke like it wasn't at her i was being friendly i didn't swear i didn't i didn't say angry i just kind of said hard they're even charging for paper bags now aren't they she was dead Dead silent deadpan and so much so that i felt i felt it yeah, and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, it's." This um, is where I may have been in the wrong. I said, "I suppose you don't really care about that, do you?" <laughs> deadpan, still deadpan, <laughs> absolute death silence from her. And then I laughed to myself, yeah. and I said, "Oh, sorry, I was just trying to lighten the mood there." Deadpan, she's just Nothing. she was staring at me as I was putting the sh- shopping in like that. And uh, I just lifted, you know, she said, do you want a receipt? No, I just took the bag. And as I walked out, she was just like, thank you very much. And I just thought, (laughs) and as I was walking back, I was like, it just made me sad that she was so 
not in the mood for any kind of banter i'd I'd hate using that word but yeah you know it was a friendly exchange a joke about you know because i thought the charge was brought in because the bags are bad for the environment i thought that's (laughs) it's a plastic tax it was a fucking paper bag so i made a joke and 40p as well like i was like you know all right i can afford the 40p i think the 40 that's more than like a pint of milk you know for the paper bag so I felt kind of, I wasn't trying to make her feel bad. I was trying to sort of, you know, have a bit of sort of communal laugh with her, but she she was not having it at all. And I felt like I was being judged uh, a little bit and yeah. it made me sad. And I thought, did I overstep the mark? I wasn't giving her grief, you know, and maybe she thought I was giving her grief. But yeah, it really upset. And it just, I suppose that's a pet peeve that people aren't polite and friendly like in shops and stuff yeah. like that uh, and it goes know. it's that vicious circle as well isn't it um where uh people a customer service people are rude to customers because yeah. they've been spoken to like garbage by sure customers who then get spoken to garbage by the customer service and there's just a vicious circle of people yeah. who just are so wary of how people are speaking to them they're like oh i can't be and I never, because I've worked in, like yeah. you, like I've yeah. worked with people, I know yeah. what it is. I have ne- I don't ever give these people grief. I'm always friendly. I always say mm-hmm. hello and stuff like that. Like some of them, you think they're overly chatty towards you and you are a bit like, oh, I'm not really interested in having a conversation. But I, I, go. I, yeah. I, yeah, I will humor them and I'll talk to them. I will always try to remind people that, look, we're on planet Earth here, playing yeah. this ridiculous game with each other. All we <laughs> can do is just have a laugh in this moment. Like, I get 100%. that you might hate your job. Like, I might hate my life as well. But let's be nice yeah. to each other in this moment. And this, I could not believe the absolute denial I got from this woman in the shop. And now, Dead and pan. I'll see her again soon because it's the corner shop. And I just yeah. think, yeah, it's really kind of, uh, it upset me in lots of ways. I, I, not that she was mean to, it made me feel sad for her. Like, I was like, yeah. what's going on in her life that that didn't even, yeah, it didn't even fire didn't a single neuron. Didn't even want to have a conversation, yeah. She, yeah. she was not ready to entertain me in <laughs> any way Entertain you at all. Yeah, yeah. And I don't mean entertain, you know, to uh, just to give me the time but, of day. Um, to even not acknowledge your existence a little bit, yeah. It was, yeah. I, I took it a little bit personally because, I don't know, sometimes, I don't know if, uh, about you, but sometimes when I go out, so I've got, you know, obviously I have a huge beard, I have like this big black raincoat, it's, it's, I don't want to say my coat looks chavvy, it's an, it's like a, almost like a ski jacket. Okay. Um, and sometimes when it's raining, I'll have my hood up and I feel like I'm getting judged sometimes by, because I live, the area where I live, loads of old people live. Yeah. Uh, so they do give me looks they do give me funny looks and I've had people cross the road to not walk on the same side as me and I feel like I am being judged (laughs) in that moment I really really do and so in the shop I thought she was like I haven't got any time for this bearded wanker like all I can all I can can picture in my head is you walking uh, hood up you know, rap music in the background. Yeah. <laughs> These old people just move out of your way. I'm usually listening to an audio book, you know, this is the thing. That's no rap music. Although it's funny because I was going to talk about hip hop later in one of the things. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I'm going on a rant a little bit there. I don't want to talk about it all day, but it just, yeah, pet peeves, people, 
yeah, we could do a whole episode on pet peeves. I have yeah. loads of stuff. I mean, anyway, right. Um, we're going to move on. We're going to move on to Ash 3. We did say originally we're trying to streamline the pod a little bit. So this week it's Lou's turn to ask. I say this week like we put out a podcast every week. Every like, week. And that's it. Yeah. This month <laughs> it's Lou's this turn. <laughs> it's Lou's turn to ask questions uh, where we find out a bit more about each other and, yeah, weird life perspective and all that. Yeah. So take it away, Lou. What's your questions for Ask 3? Uh, this episode so question one uh you're having a movie made about your life that will never happen but yes (laughs) who would you like to play you who would you like and who do you think would play a good version of you right uh so i'm gonna all i'm gonna base this on is is what i've been told throughout life uh an actor that i that looks like me or i look like because First of all, this question is ridiculous. There will never be a movie made about my life. It's not entertaining enough yet. I disagree. Um, so, so to even you ask that question, I'm like, I, <laughs> I just feel so narcissistic I, in even a, sort of entertaining the question. But in your hypothetical situation, okay. Now you can. I, I don't know what you'll think about this. Uh, maybe I need to take my glasses off for it as well. Um, oh god, okay. I look we- I look weird without my glasses on and the light on my face because you can't really see the, you know. Have the, you ever the, seen that um... the indentations in my face because it all smooths out? I might Be- because your glasses on. obviously zoom in as well um, yeah. on your eyes. You kind of sorry. So can you just take off your glasses again? Yeah. Um, uh, if anyone has this, if you can just take a screenshot of this and put it out. Can you Small ever remember eyes. that Pokemon episode where Ditto replicates Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> And their yeah. eyes are just, you can just see the black pupils in their eyes. That's what yeah. you kind of, you've got going on. Because your eyes just suddenly go really small. Um, so, it, and it's because the further the way I am, yeah. the degradation in quality of the video, it makes my face look smooth. So you can't yeah. see any of the, but if I move closer, there. Yeah, okay. You can yeah. sort of see the detail in my face. Yeah, I put yeah. them back on because even that's scaring me. Um, <laughs> uh, so you might laugh, but I'll tell you now. Go on. Ever since I was 13 years old, there was a movie that came out and this okay. person was in this movie. And throughout my life, I must have had 12 different people independently of each other tell me that I look like this person or that this person looks like me. And that person is Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, now, okay. So okay. there's a film called 10 Things I Hate About You uh, yeah. where he was very young. He's also in Third Rock from the Sun and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, funnily enough, at one point, uh, I had a Mohican, which I shaved into my head, and then he was in a film where he had a Mohican as well, and there's been this running joke. Um, and so I've had many, many people tell me that I look like Joseph Gordon-Levitt, which to me is just, you know... <laughs> it, to me, it's ridiculous, but that's what I've had people tell me, and I think... I actually like him. I think I'm a fan of him. I'm a fan of his work. He does lots of cool like art stuff as well. So I will take that. Um, the movie of my life will be incredibly boring. Um, it's it would bomb at the box office. That's for sure. It'd be straight yeah. to DVD, straight to home straight video. to DVD. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not a mo- movie I think anyone would really want to watch. You'd be picking it up for 99p in ASDA. You know, it'll be buy um, one get one free with uh, Peter Rabbit too. Yeah. So yeah, your very strange question. That's all. That's the only angle I've got on it. Not you know anything that yeah. relates to my life story. Just yeah. throughout life, many people have told me I look like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, the other one I get, funny enough, is John Legend. Which uh, you know, make of that what you will. 
I mean, there's <laughs> there's one major characteristic you're, you're missing there. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't have the same hairstyle as him. Anyway, over to you. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Um, yeah, so I wrote this question and kind of went, oof, I don't know. Um, so in the last probably five years, I've obviously gained quite a lot of weight, so my face is a lot chubbier. So initially, I used to have quite <laughs> very, very Sorry. long face. It's still quite a long face, and someone used to, yeah. <laughs> someone once compared me to looking like Phil Tufnell, which is it's not something I'd oh want to. Yeah. Um, so I don't think thi- you look like Phil Tufnell. I no. just put that out there now. Um, and this isn't necessarily just looks. This is mostly just far not looks at all. Yeah. Um, this is mostly just my kind of mannerisms, um, the fact that I like applied shirt. Apparently, um, someone. <laughs> Someone one, someone in work that I work with regularly says this to me every time and sends me pictures going, oh, look, you're on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and please, once again, I'm not saying I look like this person. It's just because of the mannerisms and the way they speak, etc. Um, and that is Jason Momoa. Uh, no, so it's not Jason Momoa. Um, <laughs> uh, it's Jack Whitehall. Everyone says, Jack, I, I've got very mm. camp manita- manita- man- yeah. like mannerisms and stuff. Mm. So... And uh, I can sort of see that. I can sort of see that. Um, yeah, you don't really look like Jack Whitehall. No, 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 no. No. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't completely disagree. I, I, it's weird, you know. Sometimes you can't pin it down, but yeah, yeah, it's so weird because I was actually watching a clip from AEW when they launched like three years ago. Okay. And Jack Whitehall. Uh, do you, he like ring announced at AEW's first yes. ever show, oh God, which is yeah. really random. And yeah. I watched a clip of him introducing Bret Hart, but that that's yeah, I know it's slightly unconnected. But just yesterday, I think I saw that. Um, so yeah, Jack Whitehall would play you in the movie of your life. Yeah, yeah, I think that would that would be that'd be a good one. Um, I've had some comments previously that um, <laughs> I remember when it was. I was coming home from work on a bus, and there's this drunk person on the bus, and they sat next to me, which is always great. And they said, do you know who you look like? And don't forget, now, I was a lot thinner then. A lot more. And I was like, okay, go on. You look like... And I was like, ooh, what's coming here? You look like Tom Cruise. And I'm like, Tom Cruise? I think I remember you telling me this once. And then they said... you mentioned this on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I did. Discord. Tom Cruise, but a deformed version. <laughs> I don't know whether I was more... Annoyed that they call me a deformed version of Tom Cruise, or that even in their drunk state they knew what yeah. a deformed version of Tom Cruise is. But no, I, I'd probably go with uh, go with a bit of Jack White. Or do you know what? Me. Do you know what? what? Like this Tom Cruise comment. If you take away your hair and you take away your beard, okay, there's something about your key face facial features. Okay, like, this person. I don't think this person was wrong. I okay. <laughs> You uh don't take this the wrong way. I mean it from nope. a place. No, no, that's fine. You have a you have a nice cheesy grin as well. Thanks. Thanks. Tom Cruise does as well. Yeah. You there's something going on that there's something to it. Okay. There's something to it. You do have a bit I'm not, I you definitely don't look like a deformed Tom Cruise. I would never Thanks. say that. I appreciate that. Um yeah, I uh I'm on board with that. <laughs> okay. okay. I'll, uh, I'm running with it. I'm running with yeah. it. I'm running you with it. You can tell everyone now that you've officially had two people tell you look like Tom Cruise. A drunk person on the bus yeah. and your co 
podcast co-host who likes to rip the piss out of you. Um, fantastic, so, uh, <laughs> fantastic. So if I, if I shave off my beard, shave off my hair. <laughs> well, you need my different teeth. hair. You know, your hair and Tom Cruise's hair is darker than yours. Let's be yeah. honest. So, okay. um, yeah. Okay, um, I'm running with it. I'm running with it. I'm Tom Cruise. Fantastic. Uh, question two. Uh, what is the one thing you will never do again? Subscribe to Sky TV. Okay. Right. So this come up at work the other day. Uh, one of the, my colleagues is out of contract. And so, you know, everyone... This is if this happens at your work, but sometimes conversations come up that just stop everyone in the office actually doing any work. And for an yeah. hour, you'll just talk about it. Yeah. Um, so we were discussing, you know, packages and stuff like that. I cannot believe the absolute audacity and cheek of Sky to charge what they do, given what they provide these days. Yeah. Yep. Um, if if you just want what is essentially the free view and the base package, fine. It's what is it? It's like twenty quid a month or something like that, or you know, and yeah. you get a couple of extra channels and Sky. Yeah. If you start to add anything to that, the entertainment, you know, the let's okay so the main basically as far as i'm concerned the only reason to have sky for the past 30 years has been the sport has been yeah. the football yeah. yeah yeah and over the past five six years it's been um what's it called devolved is that the right word where it, i don't know but yeah basically sky just used to have everything yeah now the the football is on amazon bt mm-hmm. you know and stuff like that you know even some of it was on youtube you know some of it, the international streams on twitter and i know international international is not sky but um point being these days if, if you're a football fan let's just take the case of being a football fan and you yeah. want to watch the football premier league football you have to pay essentially the top whack if you want to watch it in hd you've got to pay another tenner and it's more than it's ever been and you get fewer games that you actually want to watch than ever in the past. And they like they say more games than ever. No one wants to watch League Three Italy football. No one, right? This is yep. the thing. Like they're showing these games in different leagues which no one cares about. And I cannot believe they get away with it. And then to make things worse, and I've I've talked about this a lot in the past on Discord. Their streaming, their streaming app, Sky Go, is the worst, worst app out there. For a long okay. time, they had Now TV, which was their branch into streaming before yeah. they started really kind of doing it with Sky, you know, Sky Go and what is Sky essentially Go. now Sky Glass and stuff like that. Like everything is moving towards the streaming side. Yeah. Now TV for a long I I worked on the launch of Now TV. I've told, I've mentioned this before. Yeah. So I was there when it started. It was embarrassing what they were offering at the time. And for a long time, Now TV used to have... If you wanted to watch a movie on Now TV, you'd have to watch the badly converted to PAL version, which is a thing that used to happen. We've talked about this, where if you would watch an American show in the UK, the voices are high-pitched because it's yeah. a bad PAL conversion from NTSC. Now TV, a service you would pay for, would use the bad conversions on movies and TV shows. You watch Game of Thrones through Now TV, everyone's mm-hmm. got high-pitched voices, movies. And it only really is until the last couple of years where they even got rid of that. Um, you still have to pay extra for their HD and stuff. Sky Go now, so most recently I've just watched The Last of Us, you know, bit one of the biggest TV shows ever made. The same old shit. You want to watch Last of Us on demand. So for a start, you're subscribing to Sky. Now, I want to give a shout out to my friend Steve who gave me uh, his login for Sky mm-hmm. because 
I'm not paying for Sky. Like, yeah. I'm not doing it. Um, if you, this is what happens when you want to watch an episode on Sky on demand. You select it, then there's five minutes of adverts. Then it plays the 20 minutes of the show. Then it goes to another ad break, two, three, four minutes. Then it comes back. No this is way. a service you're paying for. This is an on-demand service no, with I'm adverts. Not that. There's stupid. no subtitles, no subtitle options, no, um, you know, uh, you know, what's it called, like accessibility options and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and also, with everything on Sky, and I've tested it on different programs and stuff like that, when you first start playing there's about 30 seconds to a minute of buffering while it figures out. It literally looks like you're watching it on, you know, a 120p TV. It's pixelated. It does it again just before the ad break and after mm. the ad break. Yeah. Um, the sound is terrible. Everything is low-end mix, so it's all booming, booming a bit. You can't hear anyone talking. Now, I am a stickler for technology and quality, Sky are the biggest broadcaster, you know, like in the UK, one of the biggest broadcasters in the world. Yeah. It is criminal the service they deliver for the money that you have to pay and the fact that they chuck in all this broadband stuff and you know they they are hemorrhaging customers be- because yeah. they can't compete and you just have to put them side by side with basically any other service out there and I don't believe there is any reason to subscribe to Sky these days. If you want to watch the football, just use a Now TV day pass as far as I'm concerned. Or watch it, uh, I don't want to say illegally, find other ways to watch it. Because, you know, the, the, the fact that they put this stuff behind this paywall and mm-hmm. now it's spread out and that, you know, you have to pay, like, say, more for Sky. And you want to, if, you want, if you want to watch all the football... In the past, you had to pay like 35 quid a month. Like, I mean, all the football that was worth watching, you know, yeah, let's yeah. say. You want to do that today, you're looking at £120 a month because you've got to subscribe to BT, you've got to subscribe to Sky, and you need Amazon Prime because they get yeah. like 30 games a season. So good luck with that if you're a football fan. And I, these days, don't watch as much football. You know this, but I maintain that Sky are ripping... If you're a Sky customer out there and you're coming to the end of your contract, switch. Go find someone else. They don't provide the best broadband. Their TV is atrocious. The person that runs the company is a knobhead. And it's just like, yeah, there is no reason to subscribe. This is one thing I will never do again. I used to be a Sky TV customer. I think many of us were. In this day and age, with all the things out there to subscribe to, they will never get another penny out of me. I'm telling yeah. you. Unless for some reason there's a cataclysmic shift in the way media is delivered, it will just never happen. Ran over. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and just to kind of support what you said, I remember speaking to a uh, a Virgin Media uh, engineer previously, and they said the hardest time to install anything uh, in the house is if a person has been with Sky. Um, so, nerd alert here. Um, I don't know it specifically, but Apparently, so everyone has uh, an IP address whenever they connect online. Sky are the only ones to have something like an extra 0.1. So if you're on like 168.3.4.1, there's always Sky has a 0.1. And that's designed on purpose because all the wiring is designed that if you... Say if I now wanted to go out and say, and I popped a Carries and they have a brand new... We don't so much do it anymore because the, the companies have wised up a little bit. And yeah. you've, you've got like a, a modem or router there that is super high-paced. You know, it, it can handle our gaming, etc. 
and I buy it and I'm Virgin Media, all I have to do is go, boof, and it works. Yeah. Sky, what they originally used to do, and they still do it now, is that router could never be taken out. So if you wanted this high-powered, super-duper, 15, 20 times better than the boring Sky router that all it can do is buffer, you can't do it because it operates at a different IP address. And they said it takes triple, sometimes four times the time, to install a new service if they've been with Sky. And that is really dodgy for me. I've yeah. always thought that was really, really dodgy. and I re- Because, you know, my father was recently just renewed with Sky. And he renewed because he was like, I don't want the hassle of having to... Of switching. Of yeah, switching yeah. with the yeah. installation. I'm just like, yeah, you, you can't... And, you know, Sky monopolizing quite a lot of, lot of areas as well, which is uh, really sad. But as you said, there's other competitors coming through now. And I think mm. Sky are, are, like you said, hemorrhaging. Yeah. Hemorrhaging money. And... This week, for example, at the time of recording, yesterday, uh, on Friday, they were showing, and no disrespect to these teams, they were showing a nil-nil draw between Burnley and um, Sunderland. Yeah. But on Saturday, it was the South Wales derby between Swansea and Cardiff, and they didn't show it, you know? And you, all right, in terms of Wales, that's huge, but England just don't really care. But it's a derby game. People are yeah. still interested. Yeah. And it, it once again, it comes down to their choice of games is absolutely yeah. dreadful. Yeah. There's very few games that they show that is actually worth watching. Yeah. Um, I hate this idea as well where they say they don't put three o'clock games on TV because nobody would go to them. That's oh, the biggest load of bullshit I've ever heard in my entire life. It's, it's absolute <laughs> trash. It's absolute <laughs> trash. Do you know what? So I, I, as you know, I go to a lot of Wales um, na- uh, international matches. Yeah. Do you know none of them, apart from Welsh language channels, none of them covered the game. I still haven't seen the highlights. Yeah. Because Sky don't want them. It's like Via.com that now own them. And you're thinking, <laughs> wow, okay, let's subscribe to that. And it's twenty nine ninety nine a month. And I'm thinking... Yeah. <laughs> What is that about? And but it says at the bottom as well. You can watch all the um, Republic of Ireland Premier League games. I'm like, <laughs> what for twenty nine ninety? Why would I want? Anyway, rant over. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what about <laughs> what you? Are the... Mine's not. Mine's not as uh, as ranty as yours, unfortunately. It's Mine is one fueled. thing. One thing you'll never do again. Um, that is uh, competitive sports. Um, I just right, as I've okay. grown, yeah, as yeah. I've grown older, I realised that. I'm extremely competitive to the point where it's almost toxic. Um, but also, as well, I just keep hurting myself. <laughs> I think what I'm happens at a, with age. I, I don't even know if it was age. With age, I just keep hurting myself if it's not yeah. broken ankles. Do you know what? I'll try something different. Okay, let's try a sport that's solely in the water. You can't possibly hurt yourself. Broken ankle. You're like, how can that? How can you possibly break an ankle in water? <laughs> like. What am I? What am I possibly gonna do with it? Like, I, I could be in a you know national pillow fighting contest and lose an eye. You know, I dread to think what what might happen. So I think mine was any sort of competitive sport. I just can't. I don't think my body likes to do it. I once I once broke my 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 finger catching a ball in football, and I wasn't even playing. <laughs> I wasn't even playing. Is that where you had to have the rehab with your finger? I did, yeah. Yeah, That's exactly it. I was watching my nephew play football and he didn't even come off the bench. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't even worth going. Wasn't even worth going. But yeah, I think competitive sport is probably mine now. I think I've had to put that to the... 
I don't think that I'm able to to handle. I think I try and put too much in. Yeah. And I don't think my my body can handle it. Sort of thing. Like I mean, you just have to stick to esports now. Um, esports. I, like I'm competitive, as you know, but I've I have I've never really had interest in playing competitive sport. I liked yeah. it a lot more growing up and, you know, I liked watching it. And I did like playing football a bit and playing basketball and, like, yeah. a bit of tennis as well. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but I'm just more into, like... I don't know. I was. It's funny. I was listening to a podcast of Tony Hawk the other day and, like, and it r- reminded me how much I love skateboarding and, you know... Yeah. Skateboarding has been a big part of my life. My old, older half-brother actually, like, competed like in European competitions for skateboarding and stuff like that, wow. yeah, which is quite cool. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've just never had an interest in playing competitive, sp- competitive sports, so it's not really been a thing that I have to worry about never doing. Uh, but whenever like a board game comes out or a yeah. video game, as you know, I am competitive. I, you know, if people aren't competitive, cool, that's fine. But I, yeah. I like being competitive. When we With groups of friends, when we play like, you know, Articulate or Monopoly or, or whatever the yeah, game yeah, yeah. is... I'm just like, if what if you're not trying to win, what's the point? Mm-hmm. What is the point in playing? Don't yeah. tell me it's just to have fun. No, because that's <sighs> not that's not the point. That is not yeah. the point. Like, <laughs> it's a game. You're supposed to win. You can have fun trying to win. If you don't want to try to win, cool. But don't let me win. You know. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and my soul. Very often, distra- more often than not, I won't win. <laughs> no, I'm not no. great at everything. No, but I'm, no. I want to win. You know. And like when someone lets me win, oh, that hurts me even more. Yeah, yeah. Oh, if I, you know, if I am playing a game and I'm getting hammered every time, and then suddenly I win, and the person goes, "Oh, well done, buddy! You did really well." I'm like, "No, just don't do that." <laughs> just do you remember? Don't do, do you remember when I let you win the Resident Evil Two speed race comp- speed run competition that we had? Question three. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not, let's let's not let's not get into that because what yeah. will happen by the end of this episode is that we'll be competing again, yeah. <laughs> just because we talk so much crap back and forth to each other. Yeah. Uh, okay. Question three: uh, Is there anything you wished would come back into fashion when you were when you were a teenager? Something that you wish would come back into fashion? Um. So I had this is the one I struggled with the most to think about an answer for. Okay. Like my teenage years and my teenage years are some of the best years of my life, honestly. Um, uh, excluding like stuff now, like, you know, being married and having a son and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> but I've yeah, really yeah. enjoyed, yeah. some people obviously have terrible teens and stuff. Mine were really good. Um, mm-hmm. And I tried to think about what I was doing back then and stuff I enjoyed and stuff. It, everything I enjoy, I generally still do now and stuff i enjoyed has rarely been in fashion okay um but what i wrote down was uh what i wrote down was hip hop um which nice is this is kind of is a difficult one to to describe so when i was in like hip hop has been through lots of different shall we say eras mm-hmm you know, of the music, you know, you could say that there's hip hop today, but it's not the same as, you know, hip hop from, uh, you know, the the 2000s and then the early 90s and early and mm-hmm. 80s and whatever. Um, whereas if you look at something like death metal has been this pretty much the same for 40 years, um, yeah. 40, 50 years. Um, I 
some of the first music I liked was like Michael Jackson, Guns N' Roses, Prince and stuff like that. That's the stuff I got introduced to. Yeah, yeah. Um, black culture and a lot of hip hop music was a big part of my life from a very young age growing up. Mm-hmm. Some of the earliest CDs I had were from rappers and stuff. I could not be more far removed from the culture. (laughs) I am from rural Dorset, right? I'm a white person from rural Dorset. I could not be more far removed. Um, It's that's never really something I considered Mm. being a part. It's, It's just, you know, I think I just enjoyed it. People who didn't enjoy it used to use that against me. As yeah. like to, to say, like, how dare you? And you can't enjoy that. What are you talking about? You you have nothing in common with, you know, NWA gangster rappers yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And it's just, and it, it used to confuse me a lot. And then obviously you get older and you understand sort of why people are like that. Um, but there was a period, uh, I think. So it was let's say ninety nine to maybe two thousand and three hip-hop exploded and there was a lot of modern gangster rap you know you think about like 50 cent and stuff and a lot of rappers talking about guns and that was sort of in fashion and stuff like that and it it became like chart topping music because it was very cheap to produce and stuff it's cheaper Mm -hmm. than bands to produce record labels shifted towards getting hip-hop out like eminem exploded and stuff so like quick quick hip-hop is really popular and there was a period of time where it was very 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 cool to like hip-hop um i was listening to hip-hop like through my early years of school and i was made fun of Mm -hmm. and then there was a period of time where I remember being on like a bowling trip with mates and I bought an album and I was sort of embarrassed to talk about it. But then I felt someone made a comment about the music and then it was to do with the album that I'd brought and I pulled it out and then everyone was talking about it and everyone loved it. And it was this weird period of time where it was cool to like hip hop music. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And then when I started college... It wasn't cool again. Um, when I started college, it would have been 2003. So that was like at the height of this hip-hop popularity. I had my, I had a mini-disc player that I used to listen to stuff on as well. Oh, I fucking loved that mini-disc player. You could have like 10 albums on yeah, it, which remember, was, yeah. you know, yeah. and it wouldn't skip. Um, when I went to college, um, and I, I loved, I, let me make this clear, like I loved metal and, and punk and stuff and pop punk as well. Yeah. big fans i had quite a broad taste in music and then i started college and that's where people start to become a bit more grown up and you know don't like that silly hip-hop rap music and stuff and i've mentioned before how i had a nickname because of it and stuff yeah. like that and i just miss the days when it was considered cool to like hip-hop and and gangster rap and stuff like that and i feel like you know the idea the ideas behind some of this music you know gun culture guns bitches and bling and stuff like that like it's 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 a movie you know it's not real you know it's there's there's these a lot of these rappers come from very you know you know hard backgrounds and hard environments where it is real but there is a lot of storytelling in hip hop and i was thinking about this the other day right and this is a long this broad point which you may 
I think this is something that only people who have listened to hip hop for like 30 years will understand. Okay. I don't think there is another music genre that has what I would call a Right, if you th- if you think about like the Marvel Cinematic Universe and how 20 movies are all connected, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hip hop and hip hop music is like one long movie. So, you will have every 10 years like mm-hmm. artists bringing out songs that have lyrics which reference events in hip hop and albums that were out in the past they'll recycle lines skits from albums you know violence events that happens you know deaths of rappers and stuff like this it's like one long story that's still carrying on today yeah. where they will there's sort of like an there's an acknowledgement of everything that came before. It's such a community and, mm-hmm. you know, there's um, there's people in hip-hop that don't like each other and stuff like that, but that's kind of part of it. That's like part of, like, the the, the infighting is almost part of it. Yeah. It's... I feel like I could, talk, like, write a thesis on it, but it's... And I think people who listen to... have listened to hip-hop their entire lives will know this because you'll be listening to an artist and they'll mention something. You're like, oh, I heard so-and-so talk about that 10 years ago. Or he, he's mm. he's basically making an inside joke. And the reason this rap yeah. line is so incredible is because it's referencing this. And unless you've listened to all the music before, it will just go way over your head. Yeah, true. Um, I could be completely wrong. But as I said, I'm quite a varied music fan. It's very rare that that happens in other music genres. Okay. You don't really get Metallica making a song that talks about stuff that nirvana did or something mm. do you know do you know what i'm yeah, what i'm trying yeah. to say yeah that like rock songs and, and other music genres are kind of quite insular and you know you know people talk about rap lyrics being fake you know and most rock songs are just some of the lyrics that's the most surrealist lyrics you'll ever oh, hear you know yeah. whereas rap is very matter of fact you know they'll yeah. talk about a, a shooting they'll talk about you know corruption in the government and stuff like you know their rap is very sort of you know sort of left-leaning you don't get any right-wing rappers you know it's very <laughs> anti-establishment rap yeah. is just another form of punk it always has been it's just from you know like a culture of people that obviously i'm not a part of but i i just appreciate mm-hmm. and love so much and it's always been there um so yeah it's a it, long way to a short point do i want to come back in fashion i wish hip-hop was as popular today as it was in the past i feel like we've talked about music before music today i don't think music today acknowledges and recognizes the stuff that came before whereas i will listen to i would have been listening to you know rappers from a few years ago that are still referencing and acknowledging the greats from Mm -hmm. 30 years ago the the goats the goat the greatest of all time and stuff yeah and I, it will never stop having an effect on me. I'll be in the gym and I'll hear a lyric or something. And I'm just like, oh, it's so cool that these guys are referencing a thing that has been there. And it's like, it, and it, it, it's funny. Like you could, somebody like Eminem is actually a hilarious example. Like I almost don't think you can appreciate Eminem's music unless you listen to it from the start, because mm-hmm. his, his music is, uh, you know, he has his pop radio songs and stuff. And I really like Eminem and some people hate him, but you know, he's this idea of him, you know growing up in a trailer park getting signed by dr dre then becoming a huge selling white mm-hmm. rapper and stuff like that like it's like a movie and if you put yeah. his out al- his albums are like it's just like a t- or a tv show and every album references something from the past you're following along the story you'll listen yeah. to songs from eminem from the last couple of years and you 
there's parts of them you won't appreciate unless you're like, oh yeah, he's referencing the development from something 10 years ago or something that happened sure. so long ago. And I'm going to give you like one example and then I'll shut up because I realize I'm ranting. So uh, you're good. The only before you move on, the only thing I can possibly think of, and and I agree with you completely. The only thing I could pass is maybe country music because country music tends yeah. to to yeah. mock each you know yes. other country artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that is very very, and even now country music doesn't do that. No, no. <laughs> so if you go back to like the sixties, seventies country music, it used to, but not yeah. not so much now. No, that's a great shout. And like you say, it would sort of mock stuff. I mean, there's something. Uh, there's something about hip hop though that feels kind of against the rest of the world and yeah. kind of thing, and yeah, it's so hard to explain. Like, I know, I, I'm sure. I know what that, you mean. Yeah. If there's and if there's any big hip hop fans listening, they'll know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. It's something you do not find in other genres of music. I wish it was uh, as popular as it was today, but no, I, I'm going to shut up now because I've been rambling on. But yeah, what about you? <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Um, I'm so glad you went down there because when I wrote fashion. I did worry you were going to say something to do with clothing. I I don't care about that. No, no. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was hoping you were going to say like black shirts with flames on them or you know heelys. I remember or... them. I never had one, but yeah. <laughs> um, mine used to do with music as well, and you know I've I've said it a couple of times on this podcast. You know, music isn't necessarily my favorite thing in the world um <laughs> it makes i me do laugh when you say that i know but it's not it's never you're, been... you're like that you're like that michael owen tweet where it's just like oh i had to watch my eighth film of my life on a plane hashtag hate films <laughs> but it, it's it's like i do love music and i really enjoy music and i can't yeah. live without music but it's not something i've i've ever valued in a point where if i say okay i really enjoyed the sesquip seven song you know there are people out there. Even now, you as you as I'm saying those lines, you're laughing because I I just I just don't mind if I like a song. I'll be like, okay, I like that. It's quite good, yeah. quite different. Um, but I would probably say, and mine is from music. My what I used to love when I was a you know a snobby teenager with music. Yeah, is that other people were in the same bracket where they loved albums and. I always found that what he used to do when I was a teenager anyway was artists would come onto the TV or, or the radio and they'd have their, their, what they call their song for the radio. You know, it, it was a generic, sometimes a little bit bland, but it got you going, oh, that's quite good. And then you bought the album. You bought the album for that, that artist because, they, okay, I kind of like what they're trying to show you. And then you got to listen to a, an album that would sometimes play different genres of music. They would try different instruments. They would, they would, there was low. An album used to be almost a bit of a compilation album of various different things. And I think people's love of albums has gone. And that's what really, it, is, yeah. it really, yeah. really saddens me. Like, there's so many artists I could say, oh, they, their album is fantastic. Oh, I can't stand their album. The the song that got to number one. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, forget about that. I'm not talking about the, the single that. The management loved, the record company loved, you know, the label loved. I'm talking about the album as a whole. And I think now people have cottoned onto that and now they're releasing albums which are really, really bland. Now, I I tried to put my ego aside listening to a an old Ed, Ed Sheeran album 
uh, when he hit big. I liked that first Ed Sheeran album it's when, it, when it came when it came out. I I liked it. I've told you before. I couldn't. I just can't listen to it now because it's it's, it's fantastic. All time. It's all time. But now the set. But then the, like the second album, I think it's. Oh no, sorry. I like. I, it's either Katy Perry or Rihanna. I can't remember which one it is. Yeah. It's something like they hold the world record for the most number ones off one album. Right. That shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. They, what they've done there is just gone right. Let's let's copy and paste the same singles. type of music yeah, 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 and yeah. then release them as singles. It should. I was always told, with music, you have one. The first single, which is the big one. Yeah. The second one, which is wasn't as good as the first one, but it's all right. And then the third one is kind of a, a hint towards what the album sounds like. Yeah. That's I was always told the way it can. So my thing that I would bring back is just a love of albums because I don't think I've ever gone to someone, have you heard Blah Blah Blah's new single? I will always go, have you heard their album? Yeah. And 99% of people go, no. Nah. <laughs> and well, it really, really frustrates me. This is a bigger conversation. We've touched on it briefly, I think, in the past. You know, music yeah. is disposable these days. Thanks. You know, I, I use Spotify. Of course I do. But yeah. it's it's it has essentially ruined music. It's yeah. it's about skip, 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 skip to sit mm-hmm. through and listen to an album. Like, you know, and even I struggle to, because it's just it's the way different things are. I listen to more podcasts than I do music these days Same. because it's just, Same. you know, the music that I want to listen to isn't out there. Yeah, the, of course, the... I think the classic, um, pr- you know, production of an album or, you know, it doesn't, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. Of course, this still, it does happen, but getting those albums heard and finding them is very, very difficult. You've got to cycle yeah. through a lot of shit. Um, but yeah, the notion of an album and an album being a big deal and an event, mm-hmm. it's, re- it's reserved for people like Beyonce and stuff yeah. like that, because it's just, and Taylor Swift, you know, I'm not really a Taylor Swift fan, but it's like, this concept of an album being something important is reserved for legacy yeah. people to be yeah. honest um yeah. it's re- i know you think of some new up and co- for some reason I'd say, a name pops into my head i say let's say billy eilish from what i understand she's quite successful i've never listened to her album i've heard some of her songs some of it isn't really my my bag but yeah i'm not saying there aren't new and up and comers that an album is a big event but yeah gone are the days yeah where an album release is a big deal these days at albums are generally shadow dropped as well because they are so disposable they don't spend money marketing albums whereas yeah. in the past there'd be countdowns the single would be out you know long before the album there'd be newspaper adverts for albums and stuff like that 100%. but it's a shame and it 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 links to what i'm saying i mean you know the the concept of an album for music that i enjoy across punk and metal and and hip-hop is so important like yeah you would listen to the producers and to the artists talk about the meticulous album process i don't hear people talking about that these days they don't yeah. care like it's not a thing it's it, putting out eps is the thing they do these days you know and even bands i like one of my favorite bands is zebrahead like their most recent release was an ep because they know there's almost no point in putting the effort into an album because nobody's going to listen to it they just want three songs there you go and go on your way and they'll just tour off the back of that yeah um, and if you look at Amer- um green day american idiot you know that was a massive selling i think it's one of the best selling albums ever type of thing mm-hmm. and if you actually listen to the album it's so good, and it like it goes on to your point again. It's so good because it tells a story, 
and it got such a story that someone went, you know, well, let's turn this into a musical. <laughs> and it worked. Yeah. It works really well. Yeah. And that's, that's it. It's like, I'm sick to de- Right. One of the things I cannot stand about music is that 99% of modern music is all about, like, a love story, right? It really bugs me. It really gets on my nerves. It's really like... I hate romance. I, I hate romance. <laughs> but it's like, oh, sing about, like, the world. Sing about... Your father, sing about your mother, sing about your, sing about something that's not like you cheated on me and I'm gonna get you back. You know, it's like <laughs> change for one of a better. We all go change, through it though. It's change relatable. the record, like yeah. do something different. Like I, I completely agree with you in that. Yeah, sing about love, but make your album different. Not yeah. you know track one he cheated on me, Ch- track two I cheated on him, track three <laughs> we're together, track four. You know, uh, we're getting married. It's like, come on, give me something fresh. Yeah. Sing about jumping like Van Halen did, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my wife and I were having a conversation last night. My wife, uh, Jess and I, were having a conversation. Uh, we were watching Saturday Night Takeaway. And the, yeah. she dropped in conversation. My, my, uh, Jess is a, a huge Jason Derulo fan who okay. is, ve- is very hit and miss. But, yeah. uh, you know, by osmosis, I like some of his music as well. Um she mentioned that he has his own talent show now or something that's in searching for singers or something. Okay. I was like, oh, wow, really? And she, it, to, to her credit, even she was like, I can't believe it. This is the guy who has uh, a song where one of the lyrics are left cheek, right cheek, left cheek, right cheek, left cheek, right cheek. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, um, it's like Scooter and we started and doing qu- elocution we, lessons, isn't it? <laughs> we started quoting Jason, lyric, Jason Derulo lyrics out of context, like, I can't believe this is a thing that exists. Um, uh, so obviously, um, uh, I'm trying to think of the ones we were going through last night. So left cheek, right cheek. Um but it's it's like when um, Pitbull did America's Got Talent, yeah. and you're like, and you're like, what, Mr. Worldwide? <laughs> like, <laughs> Look, you know, and I I like uh, so there's a guy called Flo Rider who yeah. is just like he's just, his name is it's it's Florida, it's where he's from, and he calls himself Flo Rider. Yeah, uh, it has some terrible songs. He has some songs that I absolutely fucking love, and yeah. I cannot get enough of. And the lyrics are ridiculous and nonsense. But yeah, sometimes music is just good music. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't have to have a meaning but going around the houses i do i think both of us are sort of saying the same thing yes this broader conversation about meaning in music and what it means and as i talked about the the unique 30 to 40 year storytelling in hip-hop is something that i think is so magical and is is rarely found elsewhere Mm -hmm. um and it never loses its charm for me um i'd agree with that and yeah, and so I wish I wish that was more popular. But again, maybe that just ties into sort of what you're saying, the storytelling and art that goes into an out al- the creation of an album mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Um yeah, this is it's another thing that I could just talk for hours about. You know, we're this podcast, we're quite broad in the things we talk about, and I think sometimes you just get little peeks into the things that both of us really enjoy. Mm-hmm. I could talk yeah. about music with people. That, you know, I could just do a podcast on music. I know there's millions out there, but I could. You know, this the richness out there is yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. And sometimes it, these days it's easy to forget how powerful it is. You know, I like I say, yeah. I I will generally listen to podcasts more these days or watch YouTube videos and stuff. 
when the day comes around when i put an album on and i actually listen to an album like i hear it start to finish whether i'm in the car or in the gym or just at home or something like that i'm like oh there's there's a reason like you know this is so good and i need to make more of an effort and we i have a vinyl collection and uh my record player is tucked away at the moment because we just don't have the space so i actually hoping today to order a new sort of cabinet for the living room for the Mm -hmm. lounge which is going to place my record player on and my vinyl and stuff and I, i just the thought of that i can't wait i can't fucking wait to have that out and to be able to yeah. get back to listening to music again more regularly because this also ties into uh so with parenting and uh with the music that the boy listens to i'm trying to get him now into more uh, say grown-up music you know he, he's listened to uh i love disney songs too <laughs> he's listened to a lot of disney yeah, songs disney and songs. children's songs and nursery yeah. he's past nursery rhymes now and i'm starting to get him into songs i was just playing some songs I was playing some Zebrahead in the car on the way back. We've been to the garden centre this morning, mm-hmm. playing some Zebrahead. And, uh, oh, God, I just had a bit of a moment. <laughs> I just had a bit <laughs> of a moment. As we were coming back in the door, he was singing the lyrics that were on in the song in the car. Yeah. And I just, I, I can't, but yeah. I just, it's so fucking magical and powerful and... Yeah, I just wish music was back in fashion, Lou. You know, you're saying an album. I'm saying hip-hop. Music. It doesn't feel like it's in fashion these days, right? Music feels like a bit of a joke these days. And let's change that. Um, Nice thinking. Good thinking. Yeah. And that's my three questions. Good good conversation. You've touched me deep today. Um, (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) Let's (laughs) move on to Collector's Corner. Toxic nostalgia, our favourite part of the podcast, uh, your favourite part of the podcast, everyone's favourite part of the podcast. Talk about our eBay finds, things from our collections, games, toys, books, movies, all that lovely stuff. Um, I'm going to go first. I think I usually let you go. I'm going to go first just because I've got it in my hand. So uh, the big news this week, which you may have seen, uh, Nintendo closed down the eShops for the 3DS and the Wii U. Yeah. Another tragic shot in the heart for game preservation. Uh, You can now no longer access thousands of digital titles and stuff like that. Huge, huge shame. Mm -hmm. Um, Forcing people to piracy, you know. Yeah. That's where we are today. Um, Before the shop closed, though, I did make sure to get a few things on. Over the past few months, I've just been getting a few things and downloading it onto my DS. So my collector's corner is a little bit different today because it is a digital download. So, which, you know, is not usually what we do, but I have my 3DS here. Um, And the very last thing that I've downloaded, there's a few things I could have talked about. I'm just, I'm going to focus on the very last thing that I've downloaded from the store, right? I am going to open it up here. And you tell me. uh, Okay. I'm not going to judge you if you get it wrong. You tell me if you can guess what this is just from the sound okay Okay. right okay here we go here we go wait hold on oh the silence did you hear that no i didn't didn't pick that up then let's try again i don't know where i've got maybe i've got to get it close to my microphone hold on oh i just caught it just caught it can you really not hear that 
I just like just hear the little bit of it. I wonder why. Where's the speaker on this thing? Um, I'm being an idiot. I guess the speaker is. Oh, it's here. Oh, it's okay. Okay, let's try this again. Okay. I'm being an idiot. Right here we go. Oh, I can hear it. Could you hear that tune? Yeah, I did. Yeah. It's all right. I'll put you out of your misery. This is Excite Bike. Okay, that's not what I was thinking it was going to be. Which okay. is, I think this is, I think it's the first, I think it might be the first video game I ever played. Okay. Um, this game came out in 1984. Um, let's just give you a bit of history here okay. for Excite Bike. Um, Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, so released November 1984 in Japan, and then it came out uh, subsequent years, 85, uh, in the States, and 86 in the EU. Um, my brother got a Nintendo, an NES, a NES uh, mm -hmm. for Christmas. Would have been probably... You know, consoles had a long lifespan back then. I think he got it maybe 1990 or 1991. Okay. He got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with it and Excitebike. And I remember... Excited Bike probably being the game, so I would have been three and a half, something like that. Yep. I can remember playing it. I can remember it being a game that I would play all the time. Um, so it is a uh, a simple version of like motocross. Um, you must have seen it before. I don't know if, how much Nintendo you played when you were a kid, but I d so um, I never had a Nintendo when I was a kid. So <laughs> you, do you recognise that at all, though? Oh yeah, actually, yeah. yeah, that does ring a bell. Yeah, yeah, actually. So. I stand corrected. Let's just get um, some of that sound on there. Hold on. But yeah, I um, I never had a Nintendo when I was growing up, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was the console we had growing up. I'm just trying to pause this now. Yeah. Um, so let me just give you a quick thing. Sorry, I'm fumbling. Right, okay. so yeah, let's just read the legacy here. So side-scrolling gameplay of Excitebike was key to the development of Super Mario Brothers, believe it or not. Um, right, the okay. same Miyamoto-led team uh, developed Excited Bike, but went on to develop the NES port, the side-scrolling beat-em-up Kung Fu Master, and uh, called Kung Fu. And the team used technical knowledge they gained from working on both side-scrollers to advance a platforming athletic game uh, they created with Donkey Kong. <laughs> and this eventually led to the creation of Super Mario Brothers. But this motorbike game, like, it's so simple. Like, you know, sides, it's basically a side-scrolling motorbike game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nintendo. Most people know what it is. Like you know, it's it's considered a bit of a bit of a classic. But the reason I got this from the 3DS shop is because what they did with some of the old games. Now, I don't know if this is going to show up on camera. So, watch here. So, okay. can you see? Yeah. How that wow, turns that, 3D. Okay. Wow, that's that's unbelievable. You see that? I've never seen that. I've never seen that before. So they've added a really good 3D perspective option to yeah. the game. And they've got a few of the NES classics. And they even released some Sonic the Hedgehog games with the same feature. Okay. Um, and it's amazing. Like, I'm just playing it while making a cup of tea, making a cup of coffee. Like, yeah. It's funny to me that we were talking about music and the feelings you get from it and stuff. Now here we yeah. are in our toxic nostalgia corner. Uh, corner. <laughs> Like, playing this game, I still have the same... It's so simple to play. It's so basic. I still yeah. have the same feeling playing this game as I did all those years ago. It can be quite tricky to play as well. Um, and, yeah, and it was the last thing I got from the 
3DS shop. And I'm glad I did because it's like, oh, I've got the classic game that I love, but then adding that little 3D feature to it. you know, That's some, very the, clever, yeah. The 3D, 3D on a... the 3DS can be sometimes be a bit gimmicky yeah. and silly. We've I think we've mentioned that before. It looks amazing on this, wow. and I've got like a brand new experience of... I think this was the first video game I ever played. So, um, yeah, that's what mine is. It's sad that the shop is gone. Um, I might cover some of my other purchases on future episodes. But, um, yeah, it was just felt good to get that game and experience it from a new nice. new perspective, a new 3D perspective. So, um, yeah, that's it. That's my collector's corner. Great stuff. Nice one. I said, uh, yeah. Um, I, I am well aware of the, the shop closing and once again we're losing video games I'm losing I'm resorting to piracy which isn't accessible for everybody either no. which is no. uh, which it's, is, uh, uh, it's a travesty it's tragic yeah um, what and, about you then do you want to move on to yours yeah so uh, I don't know if you are aware um, but I'm actually quite a big fan of Star Wars um, I don't know if I've mentioned it a couple of times on this what? podcast and I picked up something Star Wars related, which I know this is slowly becoming the Star Wars <laughs> collector's corner for me. Um, but fine. I saw this and I had to pick it up. Uh, I have today the the Star Wars. Oh, I didn't even just see it. The Star Wars in 100 scenes. Okay. okay. <laughs> it is genuinely fantastic. Yeah. I had I bought it on Friday, and I've had a look at look through it today. And it, no joke, it goes chronologically through every Star Wars film, the scenes that you need to know, and how <laughs> it goes through from episode one all the way to episode six, and it goes through every little thing. It talks of it's got things like, um, you know, people who fun facts about each episode, fun facts about the the scenes in question, quotes, uh, vehicles. Um, it's got a classic pod race. Because of course, um, you know it talks about how they did it. Who it, it is genuinely fantastic. And if you go as far as you can, it gives you little kind of details on the side as well, um, explaining what the scene tried to do and what movie it was from. Uh, and it's genuinely really, really, really good. So it was by DK Books, who do pretty much all the Star Wars stuff now. Okay. Um, yeah. It was initially uh, released in 2014, but this one has been brought out again because it contains a certain company, uh, which you can imagine uh, oh, what I that see, company yeah. is. Yeah. 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 Uh, so they what they did was they looked through all the stock that that Star Wars have, and thought, right, okay, what can we re-release with our logo on it and, and make a <laughs> bunch more money? It's the same. It's the same book, different cover, um, but they yeah. put a nice little logo on it. Uh, yeah, DK Children's released this, and it is genuinely a really, really such a good book. Uh, and I have to say, this book was fourteen ninety nine. Mm. Um, and whilst I was in WH Smiths, I saw it that someone had just picked it up and just dumped it uh, because it was in the Welsh language section, and it was one solitary pound. Wow! I mean, you cannot go wrong. You cannot. I, I was like, I'd not even looked through it, and I said, yeah. "We're getting this." Yeah, yeah. I, I just was like, "Do you want to have a look through it and see if it... no?" I'm... It's a pound, <laughs> right? <laughs> even if I look at it and go, "This is not for me," it's yeah. worth just that pound. And honestly, it is. So I have binders and binders. I think I've I brought it on this uh, podcast before of all Star Wars information. This is probably the most, probably the best 
look at Star Wars yeah. scenes possible. Yeah. And I was, I had a couple of scenes in my head. I thought, right, I wonder if they're going to include it. And they did, um, which I was really, really impressed with. It is a very, very good pickup. Really, really I good. So that's love, definitely going in my collection. I love that there's always going to be different ways to tell the stories of the film. <laughs> They're just like, oh, you don't have to watch the films. Just look at this book that's got specific scenes. You know, it's such yeah. a weird thing that they do that. But like you say, it's an enjoyable way to look at it. It's cool they add behind the scenes. Now, I did you just say that this book is in Welsh? No, no, no. It was left. It was left in the Welsh language okay. section. Oh, so someone had clearly shame. picked it up. Yeah, yeah. And then and and just thought, oh, I'm not going to buy this now, and just left it there. So. Um, I think that's the reason I was able to get it for a pound because nobody shops in the Welsh section apart from us, apparently. And so, that's what I picked it up. Uh, why don't you tell me, uh, uh, foreigner, um, is can you if you go into WH Smiths in Wales, then can you find like big new releases in Welsh? Um, not really. Uh, I think how does that Harry- make you feel? <laughs> I think the Harry Potter film, the Harry Potter books, were the first ones to really do it. Oh, no one gives a shit about that. Though. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if you saw my post the other day, but it's the first time we saw the the Finding Nemo uh, book in Welsh, which was interesting. Oh, really? <laughs> which is Blair My Nemo, which means, uh, which literally translates as "Where is Nemo?" <laughs> which I, which. R- floored me. That's um, just not even the title. That's not but the it's, name. It's of the got film. some really bad translation in there as well. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it says. It, so we've all seen Finding Nemo. Um, if you haven't, check it out. There's a so Dory, top five movies of all time. <laughs> I know. So Dory and there's obviously got. She's very forgetful, isn't she? Yeah. Uh, and they use the wrong word essentially to describe Dory. So instead of saying um, she's a bit all over the place. They, they they use the word Dory is slightly unhinged, which uh, brought a little <laughs> smile to my face. Uh, That's yeah, a different uh, kind of yeah. So Dory is Dory is slightly unhinged. Got me. Um, <laughs> so blame my Nemo. But yeah, no, there's not. There's so uh, Pepper Pig is mm. is quite a lot. So I yeah. don't know if you if you know in Welsh Pepper Pig isn't Pepper Pig. It's just Pepper because right. the Welsh word for pig is is. It's quite harsh. <laughs> it's like it's like mocking, which oh, okay. so it doesn't sound as child friendly as. Yeah. Uh, um, so it's just pepper or or pepper pink, as uh, they say, because because pink in in Welsh is pink. Um, so <laughs> with a C at the end instead of a K. Uh, yeah. So um, I I picked that up and I was Lovely. quite lucky, really. Um, yeah, it's really good. Sure you could probably do a Star Wars Collector's Corner supercut now with all the I, stuff that you've, you've know, brought to Collector's yeah. Corner. No, I, know, I enjoy it. I, I enjoy it. I, I like that there is still... I mean, there will never be something different star you know a different star wars item to show in collector's corner i mean you you you're you're sorted for content there for the next thousand years so um <laughs> yeah i look forward to what's next um cool okay well we've made it we've made it through another episode we're gonna wrap it up there um you and i have got some bonus stuff to record in a moment yep. but we are going to wrap up the main show please do come and subscribe to us on patreon if you're not already because we put out little extra bits on there um please leave us a review if you like the show or a rating on spotify come and follow us on the twitter account which we're trying to use more um but you know there's 
lots of stuff going on in life and it just means that the account gets left i'm trying to encourage lou to use it more so hopefully he can next time he's in wh smith he can tweet a picture of uh, pepper pink and we can all get that um get a first-hand look uh, from across the border um across the border <laughs> lou before we wrap up do you have anything else to say today uh no uh it's good to be to be back we we are but someone someone nicknamed us the other day i don't know who said it we're the payday podcast we turn up once a month oh my god yeah, yeah. so we no, are the so payday true. podcast so uh thank you for sticking around and uh apologies that we keep promising loads of loads of stuff um and loads of podcast episodes but we keep getting you have about 900 podcasts that you're either stuff, a guest or presenting yeah which stuff is quite just something. keeps coming up like say if i'm not doing another podcast then and you know and you've got a young a young baby as yeah, well yeah. As, and and so it's it just can be difficult to find the time but we do do our best we, you know we wanted to record basically this episode for the last two weeks and then now here we are finally doing yeah, it so we got yes we'll we got keep that. things coming um thank you everyone for listening uh yeah that's it nothing else to say lou thanks again as always i'll see yep, you next time you. mate Catch you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.